Welcome to the Business Meet Soul podcast. I'm your host, Tara Hegarty, and on this show, you can expect powerful soul-shifting conversations to help you effortlessly expand, align your energy, and unlock your infinite potential in life and business. Because your definition of success isn't determined by an endpoint or goal. For you, success is the byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. Are you ready to anchor into deeper layers of abundance, service, and freedom together? Let's dive in. Today's special guest is Neralee Robinson, the visionary behind Flow Facials. Neralee has over two decades of experience in the beauty industry and has birthed this beautiful, holistic haven where plant medicine, energy healing, and ancient wisdom converge. She's a devotee of Ayurveda and its personalized approach. And Neralee's journey is a testament to self-empowerment, where she takes facials and like transforms them into this transcendent healing ritual. With a foundation rooted in touch, connection, and self-care, Flow Facials is an invitation for individuals to embark on a journey of self-discovery guided by Neralee's unwavering belief in holistic radiance for the body, the spirit, and the skin. I have had the absolute pleasure of experiencing Neralee's wisdom and magic in her beautiful Flow Facials healing nook, and I am really grateful to be chatting with you today, Neralee, because there's so much I feel that we could be drawing from you around skincare, self-care, and just soul care. So thank you so very much for chatting with me today. I'm so excited to see where our conversation leads. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really happy um, and grateful to be here. Awesome. Well, normally I ask each of the guests from the podcast what the soul of their business looks and feels like. And it kind of just goes beyond, you know, everyone's purpose of their business. And we really want to get the essence. So are you able to share a little bit about what the soul of your business looks and feels like with, with us? Absolutely. So when I had the intention to uh, start Flow Facials, I was really mindful that I wanted to create a very heart-centered and heart-led business. So um, with the type of holistic facial therapy that I offer, um, and Ayurvedically speaking, our um hands and how we touch and connect people is connected with our heart space. So creating an experience with my business that is very warm, very restorative, nurturing, nourishing, but also um, quite deeply feminine. So that's sort of the vibe that I have been going for from the beginning. Um, that's how I like to give and it's how I like to receive. So having that beautiful um, kind of heart-centered soul, I hope. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I really do feel that feminine approach. I think from everything from like your newsletter to your social, to just your personal vibe as well. I think that's really resonant through your whole business. So well done. And yes, I completely hundred percent agree with that essence. So thank you for sharing. Um, so let's go dive into your story a little bit more, because I know that, um, Flow Facials has kind of got this beautiful holistic um, approach and it's quite different to just the general beauty industry. And I just really want to understand how you kind of transitioned from that space, the traditional kind of way of beauty into how Flow Facials has kind of uh, evolved into this more holistic, beautiful, all-encompassing approach to life. So I have been um, a beauty and skin therapist for probably, I think it's 20 or 21 years this year. And I was initially drawn to the industry because I loved aromatherapy and the touch therapies. I loved that kind of day spa environment Um, and all the other kind of traditional beauty aesthetics. I never quite fitted in with. So I myself personally have a very kind of natural beauty approach. Um, So I kind of had a lot of trouble uh, landing um, in a workspace. And it wasn't until I found a salon in Brisbane, actually, and I ended up going in there as a client because I noticed that they'd stopped an Ayurvedic skincare range that I used to work with moons ago. Um, And I got talking with the owner and a few weeks later I started working in this space and the owner was actually a kinesiologist by trade. So she, her vision was to infuse energy balancing techniques into traditional beauty services, whether it was facial therapy or grooming and maintenance services. And I had um, never quite um, experienced or anything like that before. So when I, I went in, it was like this whole other world opened up. And I just felt like I landed somewhere where I thought I could do this. And the focus was sort of on the aesthetic because it was still a traditional beauty salon space, but there was so much um, thought and and intention behind the feeling kind of element. So it was how women were feeling in their own skin. And there was a real focus on aging naturally and um, embracing the imperfections. And I just loved it. And I just thought this is kind of where I fit in in terms of the aesthetic industry, which wasn't really the aesthetic at all. It was the feeling um, and heart-centeredness. So when I was working in this space, I thought if I was to ever do it myself, um, that the energy balancing, um, the feeling, um, the adornment, the the sort of holistic approach would be for me. Um, And then it wasn't until nearly eight years later that I'm on the coast. Um, I was working in another traditional beauty um, spot and I had this, I was doing a facial and I, I just remember so clearly I had this voice and I'd not heard this this voice before but it was just it's time now so I kind of came straight home to my husband and I said I think it's time that we 
we do it um, and do it my way. And flow facials was something in terms of the, the name that I had been thinking about for a long time. Uh, so that's sort of how I decided to do it. So it sort of started with this salon many moons ago that um, infused kinesiology and energy balancing into the more traditional beauty approach. What an incredible story, especially like having a beautiful kind of, I guess, teacher or mentor that kind of brought you into that world to begin with. You know, it's not just about, you know, applying skincare products. It's looking at the whole body and having this holographic, holistic kind of viewpoint. And that's so beautiful to bring flow facials, especially with the energy balancing. You know, you're you're here to not only allow the energy to flow through them, but also flow through the cells, flow through the tissues, flow through their whole being energetically as well. There is so much wisdom that you have received. And now that you're like literally grabbed that wisdom and taking it over and putting it in infusing it in your own way and it's a testament to what you do at the moment because I've not only experienced um, your magic too and it does it feels like you are actually in the flow and I remember having a skin facial with you and the energy that was like bouncing through me and around me was just so incredible It, it it does feel like you get a holistic treatment, even though you're just, you know, focusing on one area. I want to talk about the skin because, you know, the skin's like one of the largest organs of our body. It's a way for um, our body to um, express itself. And so when we have like skin flares or things that come up into our body, you know, it's, it's the way that it's trying to communicate and share that with us. And I guess it's for then us to really take those messages and and apply them and figure out what they're trying to trying to show, right? Is that how you kind of help your clients understand their skin? I think that's I think that's really important because yes, it is our largest organ, um, and our skin has this really um, powerful ability to kind of showcase our inner world. So it's that touch point where our inner world meets the outer world. And I think from an aesthetic viewpoint, obviously, if there's uh, physical skin imbalances or flares, there's things mm-hmm. that we can do um, topically to kind of um, soothe from the outside in. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, emotional and energetic and mental stresses and inflammations that can come from the inside out. So I think it's really beautiful to have a space where it's not just the aesthetic where we're soothing from the outside in, but but we can create a space where that life force energy flow can recalibrate and come from the inside out, which is why I love the Ayurvedic philosophy, because there's a real honoring of radiance. So beauty is radiance. Um, It's not necessarily flawless skin, um, but it's that beautiful radiance from within that we all have and creating a space where we can have mind, body, skin, soul, energy, spirit balance. So that can easily radiate outward. Um, So when you come and experience a flow facial, it is using that facial as a a touch point anchor 
to go a little bit deeper where you can start to uh, rest and digest and start that rejuvenation process in terms of addressing the internal stresses and imbalances, which are usually not always, but, you know, there's emotional components, energetic components um, to that. Mm. Because you mentioned about the stress and, you know, the the lack of nourishment that's often associated with, well, I guess at the root is kind of often at the root of the skin imbalances. And so how does the energetic and the Ayurvedic um, beauty approach help uh, individuals kind of address those underlying issues? So there's a focus on ritual and daily ritual with Ayurvedic self-care practices. And that's something that I really resonate with. Um, So we all have this beautiful, um, unique blueprint that requires different things to create balance. And a way that we can create balance is through consistent daily ritual or routine. And when we are embracing rituals that are focused on nourishment and adornment, I think we create a sense of mindfulness to how we conduct ourselves throughout the day and utilising, for example, a skincare ritual where we're massaging oils into the skin and breathing in mists and adorning our body with massage um, we just take a moment for ourselves to breathe and ground and I think the grounding and the slowing down is what's needed in our modern lives it's incredibly stressful but we're very overstimulated so if we can simplify ground nourish through self-care practices and touching our body and connecting uh, within and and creating purpose and mindfulness um, and intention with little self-care practices throughout the day I think that just creates space for us to pause and rest and start to simplify um, a lot of the noise that's externally happening creating that stress yeah, I, I agree. And one thing that I've noticed since um, seeing you and things that have changed in my daily rituals is my choice of cleanser. Do you remember those cleansers where you, you know them? Like they have those like little beads in them and they're like exfoliating yes. and everything. And they were so, they're so rough on my skin. And I remember like using it and just being so dry. And now I've shifted into this beautiful oil cleanser and it still does the same thing, right? It still breaks up all the gunk on and the makeup and everything on my face. But geez, it's just made this huge difference in the way that my my skin is breathing. And this, just this one simple tweak of my daily ritual has really shifted. And now I'm noticing that I'm actually really enjoying using this cleanser and I'll find myself in the shower actually just talking to my skin and actually saying you're so beautiful thank you so very much for you know holding I love that yeah very grateful for everything that it's doing and it's just been this shift in the way that I look at myself in the mirror and I put my makeup on I'm putting less makeup on because I've got this beautiful kind of internal dialogue that's been happening in my rituals since just this one little small shift and I love 
love my skin and I feel like, you know, the wrinkles and the aging is just who I am. It's the, you know, it's the laughter lines. It's the, it's, it's the way that I need to be expressed in this world. And I'm coming to such a, a, a deeper place with from within of just hopping in the shower, washing my face and hopping out to, you know, enjoying having a shower, washing my face, talking to myself, being more mindful, allowing the water and all the elements just to, to kind of infuse my body with this beauty um, of, you know, cleaning and um, really being, as I said, nourishing the body and really being mindful for it. And it's really shifted everything for me. I love that. And it's creating an intentional ritual. So you're thinking about what you're doing and that changing of the dialogue where you can affirm and thank your skin and appreciate the season that you're in within. And and Ayurvedically, it's all about the seasons and rhythm of life. Like most elemental theories, it's acknowledgement that what's in nature is within us and what's within us is in nature and this beautiful sense of interconnectedness plus the the rhythms of the season and it's a season that's around us and then also within us. So that's particularly um, important as we age to know that this is the season of life that we're in and to embrace that um, with a grateful heart and loving intention. And um, in Ayurvedic ritual, alienation um, is where you're adorning your body with oils and you can do it yourself mm-hmm. other younger, like um, an oil massage or oil cleansing, which I'm a massive advocate for. Um, and it literally means an act of love. And I think that that's so beautiful because it should be from a loving space. Our skin, we should love the skin that we're in. It's holding our whole being and it carries us through our lifetime. So if we can shift it for I've got to fix those, Um, you know, I'm starting to have um, ageing, I've got pigmentation, I've got a few little breakouts, but if you can shift it to a space of love and appreciation, you've got those beautiful uh, sattvic ideals, which is all about that higher vibration, love and radiance and lightness, and I think that's really beautiful. Mm. Are there any oils that we shouldn't be using on our skin that you're aware of? Um, I use a lot of uh, pre-formulated Ayurvedic blends. Um, There are a few um, essential oils that Mm. would create photosensitivity, but a lot of the Ayurvedic oils, um, the bases are cold-pressed organic sesame oils, almond oils, jojoba oils, um, castor oils, an amazing uh, treatment as well. So I usually steer clear of a lot of... um, essential oil heavy blends that perhaps aren't formulated correctly. Um, It can create, yeah, photosensitivity. And this whole idea that more is more is is not the case. I think less is more. Um, Mm. But certainly an Ayurvedic approach is that we shouldn't apply anything on our skin that we cannot eat. Um, So looking for natural products, 100% 100% organic, certified organic where possible, and not being too essential oil heavy is is where I'd be at in terms of photosensitivity issues, particularly living in Queensland. Yeah. Um, has there been any, um, I guess, any success stories or transformational stories that you want to share with any clients that you've helped kind of bring their Ayurvedic philosophy into their health and well-being? 
Um, the success stories are probably similar to what you've just shared, which is so nice. Um, where people have had, and it's a lot of my clients are usually women in their 40s. I think it's really reflective of, you know, where we're at to the clients that we attract. And um, I have encouraged them to simplify their skincare routines and to create um, a sensation of ritual with it. Um, so sort of eliminating using a lot of products and going for more a simple um, self-care, self-nourishing regime and for them to come back a few months later and to really, um, you know, exclaim that they, they've had this beautiful result from their skin health perspective, um, they're getting a deeper appreciation for their own skin and their own beauty and, and the way that they feel about ageing or any sort of imbalances has um, lessened, it's less of a focus point and it's more um, their skincare and their skin health has become more of a ritualistic um, focus on nourishment, which is, um, you know, makes my heart happy because that's my own personal philosophy. I don't think we have to use a lot of skincare products. I don't think we need to fixate on the little things that are really showing us that, well, internally there might be something amiss or we require um, something else to get our point of balance, which is what Ayurvedic philosophy is about. We all have our own unique constitution. So what works for one person might not work for another. And it's getting our, our sense of balance with our mind-body type, um, the mind-body type imbalances that are coming, the season that is happening within us and around us. Um, so everyone's balance point is different. So if we can get an acknowledgement that we're all unique beings as well um, and what works for you may not work, you know, as well for someone else. So I love that there's an appreciation that we're all supposed to look different and that we're all supposed to have um we need different things to find our happy point of balance. Um, so if I can get women to um, embrace radiance over perfection in terms of skin um, flawlessness and to simplify what they're doing to their skin so they can create, you know, more time uh, to focus on the things in their world that, require more attention from a loving place mm. I remember growing up and seeing all those ads you know for like you know the Maybelline like ads and all of that yeah and like, Dolly magazine yeah. <laughs> all of that and I feel like that has been like such you know uh, whereas I know these days children don't watch it near as enough uh, near as many ads as what we have and I think there's such this uh, of this um importance back then that's placed on external appearances and you know it's beautiful to really acknowledge that we each and each individual has a unique blueprint and by doing that and embracing radiance I really love that like that whole philosophy of embracing radiance and simplifying that and giving people, you know, the permission to just be naturally them. It's almost like stripping those like societal kind of layers off and personal layers off to really bring that authentic self 
to the surface. You know, women are, are now kind of sharing that on, you know, social media and they're a lot more open to it. And I think having, you know, the likes of your business and people like you really advocating for that is, you know, is really going to bring that movement. You know, it's shifting people's mindsets. If people came through and said, you know, uh, oh, I can't do that. Like uh, that just doesn't feel right. I don't feel like wearing less makeup. How do you, how do you kind of shift that? Is it something that you kind of do over a course of time or is it just something that you, you know, you start to share? I'm, I'm curious, how do you, how do you help people? Because I think it's really important to just kind of meet people where they're at as well. Yeah. Um, as I said to you, earlier my my approach is very natural so I um I'm not into wearing a lot of makeup um I show up sort of in my own natural state and I think that if you can have a very embodied approach which is what I wanted the vibration of flow facials to be just this you know showing up as we are meeting each other where we're at um, sharing little rituals that can create connection to self, um, then I think that's all you can do and educate um, clients on how they can really nourish their skin and their whole being. And I think people will take from that what they feel resonates. Mm. But if I can... Um, embody what I am practicing. I think that's the best um, way you can educate and inspire clients to take whatever steps they feel they they can take to embrace a more natural um, approach to how they view their own beauty and how they undertake, um, you know, practices and rituals to improve their skin health um but it's it's hard because um you know social media I think has probably a lot to answer for we're getting bombarded um uh, particularly uh speaking into women I think we get bombarded with um lots of different um images of what um today's beauty standard is and I think if we can continue to um, honour and absorb the wisdom of a lot of these ancient modalities like Ayurveda, the foundations of beauty, and, the, and there's a recognition in these wisdoms that beauty is a, is a wonderful ideal and we're naturally attracted to beauty just as we are in nature. Um, we we love beautiful things, and um, but there's also a focus that, that the beautiful ideals also include your heart space and love and kindness. And I think we've lost that focus. So that that energetic, um, those acts of, of love, those acts of beauty have kind of been forgotten. So I think if we can bring that in, um, clients will hopefully feel inspired to feel better so it's the feeling element of beauty and skincare not just the aesthetic the modern and that's in very general terms the modern beauty um, focus is is very much on aesthetic 
Uh, we want we want to feel we're so disconnected we're disengaged at the moment mm. uh, there's a lot of stress uh, part of my my facial focus is it's very massage and touch heavy because you want to create connection we've lost connection with ourselves so if you can embody connect um, and just listen to you know what what makes you feel good Hopefully, a lot of that aesthetic pressure to look a certain way can start to fade as we connect in a little bit deeper. Yeah, beautiful. It's so sacred, isn't it? And I think having touch and natural connection in your philosophy really does start to give women that permission to open themselves up to that inner beauty and what beauty actually means for them because you're right we've got this bombardment of how we should look or how we should our skin should be this flawless you know um aspect whereas you know in in reality we know that you know hormonal you know changes come through um we've got different stresses that happens we've got different life experiences that happen we've got children we've got so many things going on and and it's giving us that permission um so how do you feel like especially that touch like you know bringing the senses out how do you feel um or how do you believe that those elements of touch and that connection really contribute to the the overall experience or i guess healing experience that flow facials offers well uh, as i um yeah the hands hands on is so important and i think this is why i have felt very disconnected with more modern uh, beauty approaches it's very high tech mm. um very machine base and we've lost that hands-on touch and um, our hands how we give and how we receive um, energetically is incredibly important um, when we work from our heart our hands are a natural extension of that so if we have been very stressed there's ungroundedness uh, we're not in our body we've spent a lot of time vibrating from our headspace to physically touch someone as an extension of your heart onto their body, I think creates this beautiful space where you're literally allowing someone to connect back in and ground and be in their body. And that can be, you know, it's a beautiful, uh, sacred thing, but it can also uh, be very uncomfortable for people because if we're looking at how we feel you have to be in your body to do that and sometimes how we're feeling might not be um so wonderful so if we can feel into our body just ground back in then that life force energy which should be flowing naturally in our body anyway, and it does, but it has an opportunity to start to really move and gain momentum. And that's what's going to create that inner radiance that that comes out. Um, but you have to be in your body. So I find it's very beneficial to literally ground someone by touching their body and allowing that parasympathetic nervous system to switch on. And mm. you can do that with massage and connecting in and then ayurvedically looking at different mama points or energy points to actually physically create that space for that to happen 
Yeah. But I think we we forget some people, you know, some people haven't, don't, you know, one, they aren't touching themselves enough in terms of their ritual. Like you said, you rush into the shower, quickly wash your face and hop out and might, you know, slap on some moisturiser and out the door. Whereas if you're taking time to to touch and connect, um, it's it's really special, but it can feel uncomfortable for people because they don't touch and ground down enough. Mm. Yeah, that, and I agree because, you know, as I mentioned before, like there's so much stress in, in our bodies and we carry it, you know, from a day-to-day thing and, you know, uh, and most of the time um, we are out of body. We are operating from outside our, our body um, energetically. And so I love that you support, you know, the, the energy, not only the physical, but obviously the, the spiritual side of things. And when you talk about energy, are you, do you generally see or focus more on like the crown chakra and third eye chakra, or is it kind of a more holistic, um, experience that you get you know you mentioned like the life force energy and you know having that you know moving through the whole body you're are you sitting because you're up obviously up in the crown chakra up that space yeah how does that how do you normally help with the energy balancing side of things so I I've done um quite a few energy sort of trainings but I don't um intentionally um, offer that in the treatment. It's more focusing on Ayurvedic mama points to yep. get the flow. And I think something that I have had to be mindful of, which is always helpful um, when talking to other, I guess, more holistic facial therapists, as you say, if you spend a lot of time up in on the crown, which is a essentially, you know, where, where it happens, the crown, the third eye, the throat and the heart chakra, that's where it's all sort of concentrated for a facial therapy. You you have to be mindful that a lot can be going on. So I have to protect myself and my space as also, you know, protecting the client. But um, a lot of it is through mama point therapy, energy balancing mist, um cans of wands which is a copper-headed massage tool that helps to cleanse the electromagnetic field of the skin and then I have been more mindful to come down to finish with the feet and do a, a grounding meditation at the end so we can shift that through but a lot of the mama points that are in the top half of the body and particularly the head and the scalp can actually cleanse and move energy through the whole body and then I use products that are high vibrational or plant-based um formulated very ethically and intentionally so um each sort of element has that energy balancing focus as well because it it's it, it's important um to acknowledge i think the energy component with any type of facial treatment or any type of touch therapy whether it's holistic or not I think it is important to honor that yeah and so when you say mama point are you referring to like sorry I'm coming from a traditional Chinese medicine background you're talking about like acupressure points that yes very yes very similar yeah yeah Yeah. beautiful how yeah how incredible because it then becomes again this holistic experience that 
not only you know starts to get that life force energy moving through you you know your skin starts to radiate you start to not only and you probably haven't realized nearly but just by being in your energy in your essence as well you start to feel more beautiful because not only the space that you provide but your energy and your essence definitely is felt and experienced as well and that's a beautiful gift in in its entirety as well. So before we wrap up, I just want to ask you a couple questions about what what you actually offer and and if you could share a little bit more about your offerings at the moment and um, what they entail. Absolutely. So I um my the the core focus of my business obviously is is facial therapy. Um, so all of my, I currently just offer three facials. Um, they're very Ayurvedic focused. So when I say they're Ayurvedic focused, I use Ayurvedic skincare. Uh, we use lots of Ayurvedic massage techniques. Um, and I like to think of my experiences as like a yoga class for your skin. So I incorporate uh, meditation, sound healing, energy balancing, um, as well as the anchor of the holistic facial. Um, I have a um, lymphatic treatment, which is using a different type of mask therapy. Um, So just three facial treatments to keep it really, really simple and everything's customised on the day according to your Ayurvedic skin type, which we discuss at your appointment. Um, And it depends on the doshic sort of imbalances that are presenting that day, which, again, we um, discuss at your treatment. I do lots of um, packages. I do seasonal promotions and Ayurvedic massage rituals as well. Thank you. That's beautiful. And uh, I cannot express um, how incredible you hold space. You're a brilliant space holder and not only equipped with, you know, doing facials, but obviously, you know, the physical, but also the energetic and the spiritual layers that come with your work as well. So thank you so very much for sharing your wisdom today and providing all these beautiful um, little insights um, around skincare and your expertise has really shed you know more about beauty and this radiance um, within and allowing ourselves and giving us the permission to find that beauty and have that expressed in our own unique way and to all our listeners, I will put Nara Lee's details in the show notes so you can reach out and find her. She's a truly incredible human. And until next time, thank you so very much, Nara Lee. Thanks, Tara. I appreciate you and I'm grateful for your wisdom as well. that concludes today's conversation if it lifted your spirit or touched your soul it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review and subscribe to this podcast so that more souls can be impacted by these life-changing conversations and if you're not ready for this episode to end head over to tarahegarty.com to get the show notes for today's episode i love you so much and thank you for being here 
I'll see you next week for another episode of Business Meets Soul.